Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host, fellow stand-up comedian Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. I okay. Um, I'm I'm seeing when I walk down the street, I'm seeing more bags flying, and I don't know if this is like bad. Like if that means there's more trash. Or if something they're the, and they're the same bag, <laughs> they're the thank you for shopping bag, right? I think. At, well, I think those are the general ones that like small stores buy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. But there's so many. Uh huh. There's actually so many that it feels like that store by itself exploded. Maybe. A truck carrying those bags to stores crashed. Crashed and then slowly released bags for at least a week. <laughs> yeah, it's got just, it's got a big hole in the side and it's yeah. just been like an oil leak, but mm-hmm. on land and with mm-hmm. bags. Um, Yeah, I mean, does New York have the, is there like a bag tax thing there or? I'm sure there is, but I, I don't know. I assume so, I guess. Most places have that, or most bigger cities have that now. Yeah, but it's it's a lot. It's so yeah. many. And it's like, I'm surprised more bags aren't flying straight into faces. Have you ever seen that happen, though? Yeah. God, yeah. it's entertaining. It's beautiful. because <laughs> it's, it's really beautiful. <laughs> because you, you don't think it would ever happen. Yeah, it's one of those things that like seems like it should be happening a lot, but also, yeah, the odds are kind of for a bag to perfectly wrap around someone's face. Yeah, is kind of is kind of astronomical a little bit. I imagine if it happens, you do assume immediately that you're suffocating because there's the surprise, yeah. which probably makes you scream, and then you suck a little bag into your mouth, <laughs> and so now you are kind of suffocating. Yeah. Yeah, because there's, because that feeling, that feeling of just plastic on your skin, and there's no situation where if that just happens, your body's okay with it. Because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a it's a genuinely unnatural thing. Because mm-hmm. at least if it was like furry, I'm not saying they'd be good, but you your brain could register as like an animal or something. Yeah, you know what I some, mean? A raccoon has jumped on your face now. Yes, yes. There there is a response that your body can have that it will it you can jump into action. When I've seen people where they just get hit in the face with a bag, you can tell there's a moment where their body forgets how to body. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of just, ah, ah! It's just kind of, it's it, it, like they're drowning in air is, yeah. what it, is what it looks like. We don't have the reflexes we think we have. No, no. Especially stuff like that that's that's uh, relatively new in you know human existence. Plastic's not that old. Mm-hmm. If you look at the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. So we haven't built up the, the the natural responses to these new predators. Yeah, we haven't thought to ourselves, maybe I should bend my elbow first. Yeah, and maybe reach I should just... exactly for what's in front of my face instead of just maybe, swinging my arms. Maybe I should calmly touch my face. Maybe mm-hmm. I should start there mm-hmm. with reaching up and feeling. Then I will know how to proceed. Mm-hmm. But instead, your limbs just go, oh, no. And then you turn into one of those inflatable guys at car lots yeah i i don't know i've I've seen so many that i'm like how are there how, how have there not been more accidents even 
just maybe three bags cover a windshield and ooh, that's true you know before you know it you've crashed into something yeah like that's the the real the real concern will be if if you start noticing there's like certain animals that aren't around anymore mm-hmm. like these bags have have taken out rats <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've ta- yeah. they've taken out pigeons you'd be like oh no the bags are in charge now the bags in the wind you know the bags in the wind this this is the true happening yeah one can't <laughs> this is actually the other. this is actually how nature gets us back is by throwing our own evil work directly into our faces yeah i've i've also this year especially so far i've really been trying to prioritize time and sort of splurging when it's going to benefit me time wise so towards the end of last year and it's also because I think bags. No, no, just, just really like, splurged on <laughs> like freaking out about my taxes and stuff. I was like, okay, let me just take the train instead of Uber. Let me do all these like cost saving things that were actually taking up so much more time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in the beginning of the year, I was like, let me go ahead and flip it. I'm not in any, um, I'm not in any danger of overspending, you know? So let me just go ahead and take an oh. Uber if I need to. Right. Ooh la la. Someone's doing great. And then I'm realizing now that sometimes, so there's a cost, right? There's a, mm-hmm. there's a cost to consider money-wise. There's a time cost to consider. Mm-hmm. I never really think about the safety cost of, of anything. <laughs> like, I just don't. Yeah, I, th- I think this show makes that abundantly clear. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about in situations where it's not as if I've gotten myself into something, you know, right. it's, it's yeah. legitimately that I, um, I'm now in a situation that has turned bad, but I didn't do okay. anything and this isn't crazy. So the best example I can give is this week I was mm-hmm. like, all right, look, I'm, I need to get home after my last show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rent a horse. <laughs> Yeah, would be would be phenomenal. It'd be a much more interesting story if I had done that. Just trampled someone to death, ended up in Jersey. Just riding along, be like, mm, I didn't really consider the safety of this. Yeah, yeah, because a horse doesn't react to speed bumps the way a car does. You know, a horse just sort of falls, maybe looks backward, but then just keeps on trucking. Yeah. Um, plastic bag around its face doesn't know where it's going so I yeah I ordered an Uber after my show because if I take the train it was going to be at least 40 minutes which means it was going to be an hour you know because that was that was if everything went well yeah and and if every connection was there Mm -hmm. and so I was like ah this Uber is 30 bucks so you know, it's it's putting a little chunk into my spot pay, but whatever. So I, I order the Uber. I get in. Guy's very chill. Very, very relaxed. Very laid back. A little too uh, relaxed. And after maybe the first turn, I go to put my seatbelt on. And I'm just looking around mm-hmm. and like... <laughs> this all happened in like 10 seconds, but he finally says, he's like, hey, there's no seatbelts in here, dog. <laughs> Is 
allowed? <laughs> and he was like, he said that there was a there was a fight in his car like a week ago and that the seat the seat belt buckles yeah had pretty much been ripped out as they were fighting wow which so is could... already like how strong do you have to be because a car accident doesn't do that yeah yeah those are supposed to hold back a full human body mhm and these traveling just... at the speed of a car <laughs> And these people apparently just rip them out of the seat and then wrap them around their hands so they can yeah. fight. Yeah. And then as I looked around, his car was more busted than I initially noticed. Like, okay. I get you what know you mean. How, okay, you know how in, with a car door uh-huh. on the inside, there's all that sort of, whether it's leather or, you know, it's whatever the material it is, there's mm-hmm. all that sort of upholstery yeah. that's like an armrest and, you know, you do the windows and stuff. You do Once the I windows noticed and it, stuff. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. It was just your wording of that. It's like, it's got the upholstery armrest, you do the windows and stuff. Yeah, it's you do the like... windows and stuff, you know, it's got <laughs> buttons. And once I actually noticed, once I looked around and noticed how busted the car was... Do you remember back in the day when you would play PlayStation and they had that controller you could see through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly how a car is made now. <laughs> That's how much car I could see in this car. It was crazy. It was yeah. like, I never, because you always just imagine the door as being full Complete. of whatever is in there i don't know like it just it sounds dumb to even say but it's like i just imagined the door was full of leather i have no idea right but now that there's so many holes in the door right. but they're not holes back to the outside it's just holes within the door from to, to where the, the fight inside happened. the door yeah the, to the door guts yeah now that i can see like like the door juices well now there I'm shouldn't like, be juice in there I mean, some of it was wet, so maybe that was maybe that was blood. Who knows? Because some of it looked like some of it looked like he had tried to, because there were little pieces of tape in places where he clearly tried to tape over the inside of the door so that uh-huh. it didn't get sharp. Right. Because I guess some they must have been kicking as they were punching or something because a bunch of pieces of door were pushed in but missing. And so Man. it'd be great too if this was just like an, an an Uber pool fight too. If like these people didn't know each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's even more entertaining. They're just sitting there and look over each other like, now wait a minute. And they just Have you seen that car jujitsu? No. Oh, okay. It's a it's a thing. It's a thing. Maybe we can find some. If what? we can find some, we could maybe put a link in the show notes or something. But car jiu-jitsu. Basically, when they start, they unbuckle their seatbelts and then they just go at each other. And then I, the one that I saw, a guy jumped into the back seat first just so he could be behind the dude, <laughs> and the dude was still struggling with his seatbelt. <laughs> So he was like, oh, no. And the guy had already jumped to the back seat and they grabbed him from behind and started choking him. And we can come back to this, but like, these are people getting into a car with the understanding that they're about to fight? Yeah, it's a competition. Like a sanctioned competition? with 
sanctioned is a strong word. But, but I mean, yeah. like, but like, yeah, is sure. it like, is there like a ref? Is there, there's a point yeah. system? There's multiple camera angles. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No, no. We're just out here. Out here doing the damn thing. Car jujitsu. Get wow. into it. I'm, I think I'm going to get into it. It's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I have to see this now. Yeah, I'll find some and I'll send it to you. This is, I um, have to see this now. This sounds insane. Because because there was a quick second, I'm just like, has, is Josh just seeing videos of like assaults? <laughs> like, no, this, no. Is this just like dash footage of, no, no, <laughs> of no. crimes? But it would still be dope if it was just dash footage. Still be fire. Wow. Huh. Okay. Uh, okay. That's a, I gotta just, sorry, I gotta put a pin in that to just think about for a year. Uh, mm -hmm. There's tournaments. Is it, is it just in the same car or is it just a line of cars? I like to think it's a line of cars because you don't really want to wait till each car is done to continue the, like it, is the tournament instead of different weight classes is it different types of car different vehicles one must fight in oh yeah i guess that's an interesting way to do it it's like a hummer versus an audi it's gonna be different if you're in a sedan versus a van you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's gonna be a different that's gonna be a different yeah. fight situation yeah if you can do a whole like family's minivan oh now now it's a regular fight that you yeah now you, can you basically stand up i can kick a yeah. motherfucker in a van yeah, now, now y'all could y'all could take breaks yeah. in between the jujitsu to make love, yeah. you know. <laughs> and now is this a single cab pickup truck? That's basically just fighting someone while sitting next to him. Mm -hmm. There's no wiggle room in that. You know what I mean? There's a little slide window you could open. Little slide, yeah. That's just <laughs> try to get back into the bed of the truck. Try try get back into the bed of the truck, or just try to push their head back through yeah. that window. For like special pay per view events, it's like here's a fight in a helicopter cab, like in, a, mm -hmm. in the cockpit, like mm -hmm. in a tractor. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Mm hmm. Back to this door. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the door is fully busted. The door is like, <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't fall off when I closed it because it's my door. It's the door that's on the back seat, mm -hmm. passenger side. And and then as I start looking around, I realize because what ended up happening was when I was getting in the car, first, I'm checking the license plate to my Uber app. Mm -hmm. Then I immediately went back to a YouTube video I was watching. And so my head was down for like at least, um, you know, 45 seconds, maybe a minute. Yeah. And and then I realized, oh, I'm not wearing my seatbelt. Let me put my seatbelt on. And that's when the discussion started. And that's when I finally looked up and looked around. Right. So all this happened in that amount of time. But no, I get that. It takes a second. When you Now when we get into Ubers, we don't really... Because now it's clear that a lot of people don't like small talk. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of chit-chat as much in, in Ubers anymore, which I'm fine with. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's fine, I suppose. Like, it's okay when we have it, but when I get in, I can tell a driver doesn't care to talk to me. I'm like, nice. Uh, but basically, the back seat pocket of the of the the seat ahead. I don't even know what that's supposed to be called, but just the driver's seat and the passenger seat pocket. Little yeah, little little kangaroo pouch on the chair. Yeah, that thing is held together by tape. Wow. 
Yeah, because somebody's foot must have went in or something, and they right. ripped that out. And damn, yeah, yeah. And then there's little pieces missing of the um, around the window of to say the there are pieces of window missing sounds like the glass, right? The frame of the window on either door has pieces missing like the weather stripping around it or like the the molding on the inside or something or past the molding okay so just imagine when you think of the problems with the bottom of the door they're at the top i'm gonna need you to say that again if i think of the problems of the bottom of the door on the top yeah yeah so there's holes missing in the bottom parts of the door where i can see inside the door guts that same thing is happening at the window on the molding of the door but at the window everywhere like around the whole window (laughs) i'm like all right there's holes everywhere there's holes everywhere gotcha there's holes everywhere uh and then and then i was like oh man what like what were they fighting about what happened you know Mm -hmm. and he's like i don't know i wasn't in the car and i was like what do you mean you weren't in the car. These are like other passengers. Like, what do you do? You weren't in the car. And he was like, oh, they said it was cool if I stopped and got some gas. And so I stopped, got some gas, and then went in the uh, gas station to use the bathroom. And when I got out, everybody was just all beat up. I thought somebody came and beat them up. Because <laughs> apparently after this fight, they both still rode together where they were going. Back home to their shared apartment. Because I was like, you didn't kick them out or anything? And he was like, first of all, it was two people that clearly don't care about each other. (laughs) So. Wow. He's like, like, they both going to try to beat my ass if I try to strand them now. And he was like, because I took the detour, I didn't want them complaining to the app that I went, you know, off the route. Because that happens. If. If uh, if a driver goes off the given route and it costs you any more money, even like a couple cents more money, and you complain, they they will probably give you a refund, right? Oh, okay. And he was like, I've never noticed that. He was like, I still need to, I still need to get them where they're going, so I get the fare plus the extra money Uber's going to charge when I show them the damage. Oh, true. so he's like, he's like, okay. I could kick them out now and then try to charge them the like, you know, whatever, couple hundred bucks. Cause mm-hmm. I, I think there's an automatic couple hundred bucks for damage. But he was like, if I go ahead and take them where they're going, I'll get that fare plus the money. And so I was like, all right, I get you. Like, I'm that's, with you. I understand that's the logic. staying savvy in the moment. Cause yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't if know your if... actual car was that busted, I think you'd be so pissed off. Yeah. And you'd also be terrified because when he said he was like they had to explain to me that it was them fighting (laughs) (laughs) i don't don't know this this sounds a little too convenient yeah i'm thinking he's making a little money on the side by renting out his car for for car car jujitsu tournaments (laughs) maybe maybe (laughs) gotta get the car somewhere man Cause he said when he walked back to the car, when he when he 
walk back over to the car from the like the gas station, you know, after you use the bathroom yeah. and everything, that one of them was standing outside just breathing heavy. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why he thought somebody ran up on them, you know? <laughs> It would be even better if they were both just still sitting in there and he gets and just looks back and the car's just fucked up now and their clothes are disheveled, but they're both sitting the exact same way. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did did they like did he find out what they were fighting about or No, it was a quiet ride. <laughs> because he was like he was like, now I clearly have two like Crazy people behind me. I'm not trying to engage with them at all. Yeah. I'm just trying to get them where they're going. Wow. Yeah. I've heard of people like you know getting into altercations and Ubers, but then usually like one gets out and refuses to finish the ride. You know what I mean? Or it's like mm-hmm. fuck you. I'm walking. Or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To to have such an aggressive fight mm-hmm. that you destroy a car. As if you are a family of <laughs> of Hyenas, rats, yeah, yeah, you have some some sort of animal that feels trapped in this car mm-hmm. and is freaking out. To do that much damage, and then to still be like, yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna still go with my guy. You know, we got we got dinner plans. Mm-hmm. So even though I just punched him in the face twenty seven times. As he was trying to strangle me with a seatbelt, these are my Thursday plans. So <laughs> these are this is what I do. Okay? This is what I do. Yeah. Have I been concussed? Yes. <laughs> Can't pick your family. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite. Just you. You reminded me of it just now. One of my favorite conversations I had with a friend. This is like years ago. Um, Someone was asking him, this is like so on the nose. We all thought he was trying to be funny at the fact that it was genuine made it so much funner. He, he, <laughs> we were talking about times we just like had our bell rung, right? Like mm-hmm. just, just things in life. Okay. Yeah. And, and then he said that he had, I remember he was like, he said that he had he had done some skateboarding downhill and the place that he had done it was very much like do you remember the disney movie brink mhm yeah okay yeah yeah in the movie brink you know in the finale race there's like a huge downhill section of it where you know they're just getting top speed and everything like that and he talked about how he Going saw at that speeds movie young bodies shouldn't yeah yeah <laughs> Or any living thing, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone not in a car should not be going this fast downhill with no brakes. <laughs> it's very like jackass level stuff to do because I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure from the from the story he was telling, I'm sure he at least hit like 39 miles per hour, like some like something yeah. ridiculous because he was he was saying that it started a little hilly, but if you could get the right momentum and really ride every little hill once it was all downhill you were already going super fast and so he was describing it to us and he was (laughs) speaking so earnestly because he had forgotten how we got there even though he elected to tell the story so he was like um was it fun yes have i been concussed what was the question (laughs) (laughs) 
about your brain, King. <laughs> and I... <laughs> and I truly, like, we bust out laughing thinking that he was just, you know, being, like, witty. Doing a good bit. All right, yeah. <laughs> and he was, he was actually like, no, I forgot... What I just started telling that story. What were you asking me? <laughs> and they call that man Blades. And they call that man Blades. He's now the president. <laughs> He's now our com- our commander in chief. I get you know to a certain degree. I feel like Biden does give off like concussed energy. <laughs> yeah, like maybe he did an extreme sport when he was younger and. <laughs> And he got hit a little harder than anyone ever cared to talk about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel it, yeah. It's just every once in a while he'll say something where I'm like, Joe. Uh, back in my hang gliding days. Yeah. Like, You'd be like, oh, that, okay, that makes more sense now. Yeah, how many lives have you lived? Yeah. man no i just i yeah i i think about that from time to time where i'm like man how much i know i know it's the basis of the show i know it's why we have stories to tell but i'm i think about being in that car and if i had not even thought to put my seatbelt on i may not have noticed that it was gutted like (laughs) west coast customs gutted yeah yeah yeah, so it's what you're trying to say is like, guys, make sure you you stop and take a look around, mm-hmm. you know, really, mm-hmm. really smell those fucked up roses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See if they're missing any petals. Yeah, because <laughs> you need them. You yeah. really do. You really need them. Otherwise, it's it's nothing. It's just a stem. Hey there, everybody. Logan cutting in quick with a special promo that's not even for me. It's for our guy, Josh Johnson, because next week, February 17th, is the premiere of his brand new special. It's called Up Here, Killing Myself. It premieres on Peacock on February 17th. Uh, This is the one that we shot in L.A. last year. I opened for him, uh, so I can tell you it's a great hour of comedy. And then I've also seen a cut of it and can tell you uh, it's a very, very well-done special. It's I don't want to give too much away, but it's got something else going on in it besides just stand-up. What does that mean? Well, you'll have to just check it out. February 17th on Peacock. Josh Johnson up here killing myself. Uh, It's a really great special. You're going to love it. And I love you. Back to the show. Uh, since we're halfway through, we could. You said that the story of you getting kicked out of that improv group because we said we were going to tell that. Oh yeah, that's right. Do you um, want to tell that okay. for this one, or? Yeah, we can. Or do you want to save it for a different episode? I'm trying to decide. We probably should save it because I, I'm like foggy on how it even happened. Okay. Yeah, because they really did just sort of stop talking to me. <laughs> So yeah, let me let me. I bet you I can reach out. I think like two of them are still in Chicago. I bet you I can reach out and just ask them whatever happened. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Well, we can we can hold on to that then. Um, yeah. 
Um, okay. <laughs> Man, yeah. Yeah. Now I need to check I need to check out. <laughs> I need to check out their profile, see if they're still in. Is because it's crazy how I do this from time to time with people that I've worked with or just uh -huh. like anybody. Uh you know, you just check up on them on Facebook, maybe you send them a message or something, and you you see if like Oh, are they still at the place that I last, you know, knew them? Yeah, are they still everything? doing the thing that we used to do? Or yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, especially when people stop doing stand-up, that's when I'm kind of like, oh, where are they now? You know, like, what are they up to? And um, Yeah, for me, I'm always checking, like, did they get a, did they get a normal life? Yeah, yeah. Or, or did they quit doing it because things got worse? <laughs> I do think, though, <laughs> you know? okay, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that with stand-up, though, there are a lot of people that if they, if they did not have this, they would just be crazier people. I find that, like, the, the thing that that's the reason why they're not shooting. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I mean, though, because, like, there are some who, like, oh... This was the only thing that had a semblance of structure or like social life to it, mm -hmm. you know. What I mean? But then some people mm -hmm. you see it's just like, oh, they just they got married, they had some kids, and so they just had to get they got a regular job, and like life's fine, you know what I mean? Like that's what I mean. Like either mm -hmm. either some branch off and like, nah, I just I got a normal life, and I didn't need the the strange world of stand up anymore. But then some people, it's just like, oh, you got you got too spun out even for this, mm -hmm. <laughs> which mm -hmm. is already a weird. You know, a, a vampire lifestyle in a way. There was a there was a guy. This is early, early on into me starting, and this still to this day is like, like cracks me up a little bit. Um, okay, I'm trying to remember where I was. Maybe I was at Sully's, or maybe it was. Oh, the, what was the one that was like? It was it was near North Clybourne and it was at a bar. The name of it wasn't the Bitter End because the Bitter End is in New York. Okay, but it was it was like that, and the mic was just the name of the bar. Dang, I cannot remember this, but North anyway, Clybourne. Yeah, it was it was like in Lincoln Park, the edge of Lincoln Park before okay. it gets nice. And it was just this bar that was kind of behind a brewery. Um, but it, there were there was a mic there for like five years or something. And I only ever did it a few times because it was just notoriously bad. <laughs> oh, one of those. Okay. Well, not only was it bad, I remember it was the biggest deal. I won't I won't say this guy's name because he doesn't do stand up anymore or anything, but he ran the mic and because he's also learning comedy while trying to run a mic, he ran it horribly as well right, as it yeah. not being fun. And I remember there were that for whatever reason, there was this one night where a bunch of comics ended up like some other mic must have been canceled that night because a bunch of comics were there and it was the most comics I think I had seen there in a long time, maybe ever. Mm. And so he was like, yo, Hannibal is in town. We should all. I was, I was wondering if this was the story. <laughs> yeah. We should all tweet at Hannibal to come yeah. and like, like yeah. hang out. Yeah. And so so then. Hannibal Burris, for those of you that may not know. 
Yeah, we're ta- yeah. We're talking about. He, he was he was uh, pretty famous by this point. He was very famous by this point. Yeah. He was just in in Chicago doing some spots i think to get like ready for the road i don't even know if he was getting ready for a special he was just like chilling yeah. doing spots and he um because he's i know he started in chicago is he from chicago too i don't know if he's from chicago okay but i know that's but like I know where he, he like, came started up in chicago comedy. yeah he yeah. came up in chicago um but basically this dude this this is like so wild to me <laughs> okay i remember this story <laughs> he had he had done uh chuck that night and so this comics thinking was like okay if he does if he did chuck he's not that far away so yeah. then so then we should all tweet at him to come yeah and so people did so like we're talking like maybe 70 people yeah just tweeted at him to yeah. to come to blah 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 right come to yeah. this mic and so we do the mic and this is like i don't know if this is by virtue of me being you know 23 or if us as comics just weren't thinking this far ahead. But it's like, okay, Chuck doesn't actually end for another hour. So, you know, they posted that he was going to do the show, but obviously he's headlining. Mm-hmm. So then if he's headlining Chuck, then and Chuck stands for Chicago uh, Underground, Underground Comedy. Yeah. And, and so if he's doing Chuck... There's that no means, K, it's just the C in Chuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In case somebody were just like, well, well, you're missing a letter. There's no K in Chicago or, or comedy. That means that he's basically going to still be an hour from when we were all tweeting at him to come. Yeah. And so we do the mic and people are going up, going up, going up. The mic is not turned around because I guess we all <laughs> tweeted at Hannibal thinking like, okay, in 10 minutes he's going to come. And yeah. I remember people were watching the door for some reason. And it's like, guys, he didn't say anything. Like, we're all acting like our dad's like just coming home from with war. his hands up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we got someone on the widow's watch <laughs> keeping an eye then, out for Hannibal. And then this comic starts telling people that somebody who's hanging out with him said he was going to come. Oh, that's right. It's like someone who was there was being like, oh, we told, maybe they said like we told him about it or something. I can't quite remember. But yeah. yeah. And they were like, no, he, he, he should definitely be coming then, which still isn't the same thing as him saying it. No, no. And, <laughs> and so the mic is going, 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 going terrible. Everyone's getting up and bombing. Like, like you also have to remember that almost no one here is good at comedy. So yeah. like. And now no one else there is paying attention because they're only worried about Hannibal showing up. Yeah. And so no people, one is listening to anyone's sets. <laughs> and people are also like, wait, if he comes, does that mean he'll do a set? So then then people were kind of like talking about that instead of just being able to meet him. They were like, no, we want him to come here and do a set. That'd be amazing. And then the bartender, which, you know, he wasn't he didn't do anything wrong, but the bartender was also keeping people's hopes up because he was like, yeah, last time he was in town, he came by and hung out for a bit. And blah, blah, blah. Oh, go. Yeah. So he, he just said he, that. And he and bought and, everyone candy. Yeah. <laughs> like the he, lies keep getting. <laughs> he just said that in earnest. He was just like, oh, yeah, no, he's he's come here before. Like he knows yeah. where it is and blah, blah, blah. And then people start peeling off because now we're sure that he's not coming. We're like, there's no way. Yeah. Like if he was like there, like Chuck has been over for maybe half an hour and it doesn't yeah. take that long to get here from there and blah, blah, blah. So then people start leaving uh-huh. and, 
And so still the mic is going, going horribly, but now people are leaving after their sets. And then their friends who came to watch them are leaving. And yeah. it's just like we, we're down to maybe eight people in the in the bar. And yeah. and I think now is when I go up. And so a part <laughs> of me was like, man, I would hate for him to show up and I'm doing poorly at this terrible mic and blah, blah, blah. Because yeah. like you still get in your head as just like this like kid doing stand up in a sense. And so I go up, I did fine, like very okay. Right. And then, and then maybe right as I'm getting off stage, I walk back to where my backpack was and he walks in. (laughs) And I was like, wow, how did this happen? This is crazy. And he's like, sorry, I missed your ball game, champ. Uh, and so, yeah, he walks in and I don't even think I said anything to him because he walks in and <laughs> you just turn, you go, you missed it. <laughs> I feel like I can't remember if I was last or not, but I was maybe next to last. Yeah. And, and so he walks in and he's immediately like, what the hell? Like, what? <laughs> Because he must feel like he got pranked or something. Because if were that like, many people tweeted so him, yeah. many people tweeted at him, yeah. And uh, and once again, I've never heard his side of the story, so I don't know if he, I don't know how he felt about this. But it just seemed Let's like get him he, on the call. <laughs> yeah, right. It seems like he would think he had been pranked for that many people, at least initially. All all comics, by the way, like all stand-ups. Yeah, yeah. So you have to then be like, wait, are people messing with me? Like, this is this is really weird. And so yeah. then he, is, the, is the new crop of comics hate me now or something like. Yeah. Like, is this some weird alt prank or something like that? <laughs> yeah. And so so then he sits at the bar and the comic who told everyone to tweet at him. Yeah. Walks up and he's like, ah, man, you know, um, and like tries to talk to him. <laughs> And it's not doing a good job. Like, he brings up this weird story that, like, I'm not even, he's not even talking to me. And it weirded me and Hannibal out where we were both like, what are you saying? Like, it was just, he was, he started telling the story of, like, yeah. And, and uh, over the weekend, I, like, hosted this place that, that they said that you might have hosted at one time, which made me feel really cool. Like, Maybe we were holding the same microphone, and it was like, oh, bro, God. bro, no, because oh, when God. Hannibal did it, it would have been like seven years ago. <laughs> if you're holding the same microphone, it's a broken microphone. Which I mean, Los Chicago bars, it was a broken microphone. <laughs> it's just, it, and then and then Hannibal's like, uh, yep, <laughs> and then and then he finished his drink. And he left. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, and that's also why I'm glad I didn't say anything. Cause now I'm not even mixed in with the memory of that guy, like awkwardly cornering him after yeah. like, it, it really is like, I can see how celebrities get killed now. 
because it's like this person <laughs> orchestrated <laughs> this entire thing. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh, I'm going to get all these accounts, these like 70 some accounts to to tweet at you to come to this bar. Yeah. Which and don't don't I'm, me wrong. I'm gonna get all I'm gonna get all seventy of these accounts blocked, dude. <laughs> don't get me wrong, okay? Yeah. There's a chance, and this is actually something I didn't think of until years later. Yeah. There's a chance, especially after what the bartender said. I was like, that might be Hannibal's hangout spot after shows, anyway. Yeah. And so I was like. I built it up so much in my head because everyone else was. I was just in that fever with everyone. Yeah. But, but like, it's not like he walked in expecting to do a set. So the bartender saying, like, oh, yeah, he's come here before and he's chilled and stuff. I was like, oh, this might just be where he ends up sometimes. Like, yeah. maybe this had nothing to do with that comic getting everyone to tweet at him, you know? Right. Yeah. Which would then be even weirder. Imagine if you just, you and I yeah. just went to headquarters after a show in Chicago. Right. And then a comic walks up to us and is like, hey, I was the one that tweeted everyone for you guys to come. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. And I hosted this show over the weekend that, you know, uh, was a show you did one time seven years ago. Yeah. It's like, uh, Okay, I think I have to leave now. Also, I'm wearing the same shirt you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. Also, I love you. Do you love me? Also, look, look at these pictures I took of you from a distance. Yeah. Because that, that, that was really what, in my mind, sort of solidified the whole thing is probably so creepy for Hannibal, is that, is that there's a chance he didn't even see our tweets. Yeah. And like then maybe he truly does just like he truly did just go to that yeah. bar sometimes when he was done hanging out. So then this comic corners him and is like, I was the one that told everyone to ask you to come. I'm sorry they're yeah. not here. It's like, oh no. Yeah. The the worst case scenario would be that he got to sit down at the bar, then checked his Twitter, and then be like, yeah. uh, uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> That would be that would be the worst case scenario. So it's like it's actually kind of lucky that that guy, no matter what scenario it was, that he walked up right away and made it weird. So Hannibal could just know that I'm not staying here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was that was one because I remember that story being told a lot because I mean, that was pretty early of us being in Chicago. So I remember, yeah. I like I wasn't there for it, but I remember when it happened and people being like, "Did you fucking hear?" What happened? <laughs> and like. It's like it's one of those stories. Like it's not an eventful story, but it's like it's just like oh no, like yeah, everyone. It's, it's such a mess of of like no one knows what anyone was thinking. Yeah, and it's a weird thing where like it kind of created this almost like I don't know collective embarrassment for the scene a little bit. Yeah, of being like this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna tweet at people to show up to empty rooms. That's like. Yeah. <laughs> Because like, guys, also, it actually works sometimes. We need to make sure we have yeah. a plan. <laughs> and look, don't get me wrong. I don't do that sort of thing. But in my head, I was like, if I were to do it, I'd have to stay. Yeah. I now if, have if you to were close tweet, down this bar. Yeah, just to see. Just to see. Because how are you going to... 
the amount of people who tweeted at him and then just left when he didn't show up in 40 minutes, I was like, do you not know how anything works? Yeah. Especially, yeah, with him not liking a tweet or him not retweeting anything or respond, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I don't know. It's, this isn't necessarily a story of don't, you know, don't meet your heroes or anything, but don't, don't bother them. <laughs> don't, yeah. I mean, don't, yeah. Don't, don't, definitely don't. don't. Trick, don't trick your heroes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely don't corner them and then tell them about a mob you created. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't stay with you. Yeah. A mob that immediately dispersed. Yeah. Like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was the, the online equivalent of getting a mob riled up. And then before you can even finish your sentence, they just drop their pitchforks and go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, see, yeah, from Frankenstein's castle, you're seeing in the distance all of the torches, and then you see them slowly breaking off. <laughs> yeah. Going, going their own way. And then it's yeah. one guy who walks up, and he's like, I played with Dead Body too once. And you're like, oh, God. It's not quite what I did, but all right. <laughs> um. The other thing was, this had to be like maybe a month in or something. I'm trying to think, when did when did we meet? You and I. Yeah, it would have been sometime, like probably summer twenty thirteen. Summer twenty thirteen. Maybe, okay. maybe late summer because it was pretty early of both of us being there. I think I moved there in June of twenty thirteen. I think. Yeah. Do you remember the mic at stage seven seven three? Oh yeah. Okay. So that was one of the first ones I did and I was like, mm, maybe I didn't want to move to Chicago. <laughs> I I did that mic a couple times and I found that this is this is also why I found improv a little bit difficult for me is because I fully understand it now. Now that I'm a little older and I've been doing comedy a little longer, mm-hmm. I'm fully with it now and I and it's not fair but I get it. Every time I did that mic at stage 773, I would make a new friend for the night who was like amped and was like, oh, we should write together. We should like write together on Thursday and, yeah. and we'd like let's let's like do it together. And like, you know, you let me know about what mics are happening. I'll let you know about what mics I'm going to, blah, blah, blah. And then every single one of those people was a flake, like like every oh, yeah. time. Right. Yeah. And some of them were improvisers also, and some of them weren't. Some of them were just like, oh, I think I'll do stand-up. And then, obviously, they didn't really want to. Um, Right, yeah. And so I can see now the, like, it's not fair. You're not getting everybody a chance. I get it. But I really do understand now the, um, the, like, grit and the dismissiveness that people who have been doing something anything not even comedy just anything for a long time have because they're so used to people half-heartedly stepping in and stepping out and (laughs) learning names and getting numbers in their phone that they're never going to text again because like i would so many times i would hit up those people to be like hey so i'm going to these mics like do you want to come and they're like ah no i'm busy tonight but maybe another time and it was just like clear and it was just, it felt like that mic in particular, I don't know if there was something in the drinks, but it made people so gung-ho, but then well, I think it was also actually care. That one in particular is like you're at like an actual theater, because it's a nice little theater spot, 
And then there's the bar is separate from the showroom. So there's almost like a mingling area, and then you go in to bomb at the mic. And it's like, so yeah. it almost like that, yeah. that's not part of like the mic environment. And then like the three different theaters like funnel into that space. You know what I mean? Well, also, right? that's the right theater. That's the theater I'm thinking of. Right? Yeah, yeah. Belmont? You're yeah, thinking okay. of the right yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. And, and that's another thing too, where it's like you don't actually get to or have to see if someone's good. Yes. So then I think they'll that's just part be of at it. the bar, yeah, talking confidently, and you're like, oh, this must also be a comedian, I guess. Yeah, it, it's a um, dedicated networking spot away from what we're all going through. Yes, yeah. And it's, which sounds bad. Like, I liked that place. I've done fun shows at that place, too, but also— No, I think the place is great. I, I just, just never mean, had a great time at that mic. <laughs> the, the thing in—I met— Maybe it was that mic. I don't think it was. I think it was a different one that I met this guy and he was like, once again, very gung ho, very like, I'm going to do stand up and, mm. you know, and I, I, I think maybe he lived in the suburbs because I didn't really see him a lot, even though he would, he was one of those people that got really wrapped up in how things were going scene wise, you know? Oh, scene um, drama really loved. And he basically quit maybe a month in or at least i was a month in when he quit yeah so he quit pretty abruptly but then one of the things i noticed about him is that his jokes never really like structure wise his jokes never really finished and they were never full thoughts yeah and so i suppose he was trying to keep his humor um like I, like I suppose he was still trying to write, but he was just choosing statuses as the venue now for his like stand up thoughts because he wasn't going to go up anymore or anything. And yeah, they were all oh, so okay, okay. like almost like tweeting, you know. Yeah, I get what you mean. You, you said statuses as the venue now, and I'm like, I don't know if one of those words. Is right, but I know what you mean using yeah. Facebook statuses as stand up. Yes, I yeah. know exactly what you mean. I I've seen a lot of people do that. And. So not even tweeting, and it would just not make sense. Like, like, <laughs> like I remember there was one time where he was just like, uh, uh, I stab now. And I was like, unless you're confessing something, I don't, I don't get where the joke is, like. Damn, no. It's like, I guess it's funny in the retelling, but to just see it on my feed and be like, all right. <laughs> Man, uh, a socially awkward murderer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stab now. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Huh. He did that a lot. He'd be like... he. <laughs> He posted that specific one. We really should have no, caught on to his crimes earlier. One. Yeah. And <laughs> then kidding. and then there was another one he posted that stuck with me where he was like, um, um like how is <laughs> he was like, how is pot illegal but pots aren't? Should I just no. do plot do pot in plurals? <laughs> That's like a real. That's a real attempt at a Hedberg bit, but like. and it's like it's like, all right, bro. Like, and and this is the thing. I'm not anything that makes a person <laughs> happy. What? I was just 
do I just do pot plurals? I, it's it's like both clever and incredibly stupid. Because I see what he's going for, and I kind of like the thought behind it. There's no way to say that without it sounding like a grammatical nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I applaud him at at just doing what makes him happy and having a good time with his joke writing. Yeah, yeah. But you can't then trash other people and then act like you did act like you had to quit because of the scene drama because people just didn't see your genius. It's like, bro, yeah. you post jokes every day and only some of them make any intelligible sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't then because because I think if if I had just if he had just been doing that, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. What? You know, whatever. Um but he would still post about stuff where I'm like, you shouldn't even know this because you don't come out anymore. Like, it started oh, yeah, to feel yeah. like somebody was spying on us because it was like, wait, how do you even know this is happening? Yeah. And he would do the thing that some people do when they quit sometimes, which is like, he really treated it like a retirement. And so then anytime somebody said something, he's like, yeah, you know. Stuff like this is why I had to step away. And it's like, bro, yeah. bro, you didn't have to step yeah. away. Yeah. Sorry, bud. You're you're just a guy we all knew for a little bit. Yeah. It's like you didn't want to make the drive anymore, which is understandable. Yeah, that's fair. That you happens. live really far away. I'm with yeah. you. But like. But don't act like we hung up your jersey. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we just make a promise to each other right now on this yeah. podcast? Uh huh. That should there come a day where we decide to get out of stand up. Mm -hmm. That instead of officially announcing anything or making a big show of it or even saying we're having a last show or they're like we we only post somewhere I stab now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I can do that. If we <laughs> so if you see that it means we're out the game. Yeah, I stab now. Yeah. Well, hey, man, should we open up the mailbag? Let's do it. Let's do it. I haven't really picked anything, so let's grab... Oh, here's one. This is a this is a nice little uh, just compliment of, of, old, of old Josh Johnson. Uh, this is from Amy, and the title is Elusive is Fire. Uh, sup? Um, these first few words, Josh, we're mm -hmm. going to appreciate, because no mm -hmm. one said this to me in a while. Mm -hmm. Y'all are kind of young. Oh wow. Oh how nice. Oh oh my weary bones feel so much better. <laughs> my joints just got looser because someone said that to me. <laughs> Y'all are kinda young, but I hope you guys remember the Chappelle show skit with our Arsenio Hall slapping everyone for not telling them how good the cheese was. I don't really remember that sketch. Do you I remember, remember that, one? that sketch exactly? Yeah. Okay, because I remember a lot of Chappelle show, but that one that's one not in my head right now. Um, but that is exactly how I feel about uh, this album. I want to slap the cheese out of y'all so bad. Elusive is straight fire. Uh, company stays in rotation. I know I'm late to it because y'all don't promote it enough. I mean, there's none of this y'all stuff. I mean, he should be the one. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> look, <laughs> just let the masses know what they're missing more often. Fantastic job, Josh. Uh yeah, give. We haven't talked about it in a long time. For people who may not know, give just a short little, short little pitch for elusive there, Josh. 
Uh, so Elusive is a mixtape that I, I did with um, some musicians in 2012 where it's 2012? 2020, sorry. I said 2012. You said 2012. <laughs> oh, I got... So when I went to say 20 again, I my tongue slipped. <laughs> I was like, you weren't even doing comedy yet. Yeah, 20... You see the 12 and another 20, so 20... I'm tw- with you. You know what I mean? I understand. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Both are... Both are Two based. I understand. Yeah, yeah. You gotta really keep the tongue spry. Um, <laughs> yeah. So in 2020, I created a mixtape with some other musicians where I wrote the music um, and co-wrote a couple of songs. The only song that I did not write myself was uh, a song by Frankie Tsunami, who he he did a remix of his song for the mixtape and it's basically two jokes and a song two jokes and a song and the songs sort of complete the idea that the previous two jokes have been about and it came out in 2020 but obviously it's still out wherever you listen to music and it's one of my my babies so anytime somebody enjoys it really loves it or shouts it out it means the world to me because it's something that's not just a straight stand-up album like i would normally do so thank yeah, you yeah. so much. Thank you for listening and thank you for writing us about it and letting me know you enjoyed it. Yeah. And and sorry, I'll do better to promote it more. <laughs> <laughs> um this next one here, this is from uh from Anna, original Anna. So not not foot fetish Anna. Okay. Anna, Which frankly Anna. could have been Anna. We never really got a, a pronunciation thing. I don't think from that. Um, yeah. But important, yeah. and I love this because in the in the title, uh, important PSA from the original original Elsa Anna, and then in lowercase it just says, "Please, I am so so tired." So <laughs> you are so young. No. Um, hello, Josh and Logan. Happy New Year. Love you guys. This is the Elsa Anna who wrote in. Not sure who's calling me there. Uh, this is the Elsa Anna who wrote in 2020 and 2021 about starting college during COVID. Um, ideas for silly inventions and possums who referenced Elsa and Anna to explain my name pronunciation. I keep losing my mind because there's clearly another Anna listener who has been going through some absolutely insane dating experiences. <laughs> and I want to make it clear to all the listeners that there are at least two different Annas listening to your podcast who have written to y'all. Uh, and one of us had had much more bonkers dating experiences than the other. I think that was on me asking at one point if if they're the same person, and then I think I only left it at that, and we never came back to it. I could see that happening. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, sorry. My phone is on silence, but I'm, I'm getting... Someone's, like, calling me over and over and over again. One time uh, when I was moving back into my dorm, uh, and I was with Jacob, who you met doing the the... Uh, special taping mm-hmm. he directed the special and someone was calling him like someone's calling you now and he finally picked up because he didn't know the number and he finally picked up and answered it on speaker because it was crazy how they had kept calling and <laughs> he was like hello and they're like is this Cherie and he's like no and then from the other end we just heard them go oh <gasps> <laughs> uh, 
Back to Anna. Okay. So I recommend this show to so many of my friends, and I told them that I have written to y'all before, and I'm so afraid. <laughs> I am so afraid that they will attribute the foot fetish stories to me. <laughs> Please, I just want to clear my name. I am not the woman going through all this trauma. Every time she writes it, I just hope and pray that she tells a normal story. (laughs) (laughs) That won't make me absolutely terrified. But alas, every time I hear the name Anna mentioned on the podcast, it is followed by a story that is wacky at best and traumatizing at worst. She is not me. I am not her. But I do wish her luck. I hope she finds the love of her life soon so that both of us can escape this torment. (laughs) And she can stop dating weirdos and I can stop being slandered. Anna, if you're out there, I'm rooting for you, babe. But also, maybe stop dating and focus on yourself for a while. (laughs) Anyways, I just need to clear my name. Love the show. My number one podcast for a third year straight. Been here since your first episode, and I'm excited to see where the show takes y'all next. Much love, Anna. Uh, I will will take the blame on that one, uh, Anna slash Elsa. Uh, I may have brought your name up and then never cleared that up. But yes, uh, so now we know. These are different Annas. Other Anna might even pronounce Anna. It might be Anna. I have no idea. They never told us one way or the other. Yeah. I have no idea who your name is. But yes, you, you've been you've been a day one. One of our first emails, I believe, was from Anna Elsa. But now we know. Now, you now know. we know. Now we know. Your name is cleared. We are sorry for any confusion. I agree with everything you said. <laughs> Um, I hope everyone makes it out of this okay. <laughs> I, I do. I, I hope that this is a lower stake situation for you soon than it has been in the past year. <laughs> uh, and anyone who's wondering what we're talking about, just a couple episodes ago, we released the full saga. So you might understand why uh, <laughs> Anna doesn't want to be <laughs> a part of that, I guess. But boy, it will be really funny if your friends think it's about you. Sorry, sorry to sorry to put that on at the end. That would also be quite funny. If it if it does happen, write in and tell us about it. Um, I do have one more email here. This appears to be from Amanda, um, and the subject line is in parentheses. No subject. Um, and then there's uh there's nothing in the email. It's a completely blank. So I respect that. We I, don't know if that was on, I don't know if that was on purpose or wasn't a, a mistake. No, but no, listen, it's a power move. Y'all wake it's up. It's a power move. <laughs> <laughs> we just got dunked on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Step our game up. I hear you. I understand. <laughs> when you tune in, you feel like you hear nothing, so you sent nothing. Oh. I understand. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Loud and clear, Amanda. All right. Um... Thank you all so much for listening. We had a great time recording. I hope you had a great time listening. If you are looking to catch up with us, you can just look for me on YouTube at Josh Johnson Comedy. It's where I'm going to be posting stand-up and where we'll be posting clips of the show. Uh, and if you're looking for Logan. You can follow me on Instagram at Logan M. Nielsen. Um, and we've been asking people to, hey, if you love the show, be like Elsa. Share it with people. 
And one thing, speaking of albums that we haven't promoted in a little while, we made an album of the Josh Johnson show last year. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, it's some of our favorite bits from the first year we were doing the show. It's a nice, like, I think it's just a little over an hour long compilation. Mm-hmm. So that might be a great place to start to force upon people. <laughs> yeah, and we're probably going to make another one soon. So we have we have talked about it. Of, we, we've talked about that it going. later this year. Look out we for might, another one. Might um, do that again. And uh, we will also be doing stand up on the road. So look out for those dates. Okay, you yeah. go to J- joshjohnsoncomedy.com uh, or or you can check the links that we provide when the shows They're are getting all close. Down below, there's a bunch of links down there. There's to uh, Josh's website, to our all of our different stuff that we're doing, to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Josh Johnson Show. If you want to get bonus podcasts and bonus videos and, and, and bon- everything, everything there is bonus. It's all bonus. It's all so come, gravy. So come, so come look at the bonus, won't you? Well, y'all have a great rest of the day and an amazing weekend. We'll see you soon. I stab now.